The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We're going to talk about an important topic today, and that is company policy on billing and how we stick to that company policy once we clearly have developed it and have that firm foundation and how and when we get paid. The first few years of my business, I was getting paid slow and I was having checks in the mail, under the mat, in the grill. And it really caused a lot of stress because I was constantly juggling and waiting on that check to pay this bill, Rob and Peter to pay Paul, they say. And thankfully, two mentors of mine, one being Brian Bring up in Minnesota and the other is a local guy here in Atlanta, they really challenged me to get a customer's card on file and to actually do a prepay system. And so it really stretched me, challenged me. I'm going to share the story of how I had my... um previous customers get onto that system and then how I laid that out to new customers and how my confidence in my new billing structure really put my customers at ease. And I only had one issue and I'm going to tell that story of when I had an issue uh, with somebody that pushed back on my billing and I caved in and deeply regret it. And I'm going to share the story. So hopefully you don't make the same mistake I did in making an exception to the rules. As Jonathan Potashnik, the lawn care millionaire says, exceptions are what kills a business. So we're going to talk about billing today and specifically developing a good company policy around billing. Thanks to today's show sponsors, one of them being the Launchpreneur Academy and their event coming up November 13th in Novi, Michigan. I'm planning on being there and podcasting as much as I can throughout the event. I love podcasting from live events because you get a lot of good content for you guys in person. People are fired up and uh, it always turns out really good. So I'm looking forward to that event Saturday, November 13th, Novi, Michigan. Tickets are going fast. I believe they already sold 100 tickets and uh, 300 seats in the um, auditorium there or, or hotel, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that is available at launchpreneuracademy.com. Also, thanks to our friends at the GPS Track It Golf Coast Bookkeeping and Hardscape Academy. You guys know how we do it around here. Mr. Producer puts the links to show sponsors in the episode notes so you can click on their link and uh, find out more about their product or service. So a real quick update on the new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers. It's available on Amazon. It will eventually be available at Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, all those places. Uh, it takes a little bit of time for that to roll out, but Amazon's got it hot off the press. And uh, this is a book that Mr. Producer, well, I wrote it, Mr. Producer helped edit it and uh, do all the 
Audible stuff for it. The audio book should be out um, probably in a week or so. I'll let you guys know when that's live. But the paperback and ebook is live on Amazon. And I encourage you guys to pick up a few copies of that. Don't just get one, get, get two, three, four, five, and uh, one for yourself, but then share it with someone else um, who's in the trades uh, in a, or, or in, even in lawn care landscaping. Um, just you see someone at the gas station, like, hey, here you go, check out this book. And uh, definitely is a way to support our program that we bring to you guys for free every single day, Monday through Friday. And uh, guys are constantly DMing us saying, hey, Paul, thanks so much for the program. Thanks for the show. Don't even know how I can thank you. Well, one way you can is to uh, get a bunch of the new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers. Link in the show notes. When I started my lawn care business, I didn't know what I was doing. And with billing, I didn't have any confidence and I was still not used to people paying me for a service because I always had an uh, employee mindset in a job where, you know, once a week at Best Burger <laughs> or at my uh, dining hall job in college or twice a week when I was working at an accounting firm, uh, I would get a uh, paycheck from the company. And so it's just, you know, you get paid once a week or once every other week. And that's kind of the mentality I was in. So I was kind of shy, timid, unsure of myself with you know, cutting someone's grass and then having them pay me. And so I was real lenient and loose in the early years. And uh, sometimes I'd get paid on the day of the service, but a lot of times I'd just send them an invoice at the end of the month, which is not what I suggest doing. And then they would, uh, you know, stumble around with that and eventually send me a check in the mail. Some would leave it under the mat in the grill. And uh, eventually I, I started to complain about this to some of my mentors and friends. And they really encouraged me to grow up and stop blaming my customers for being slow payers because I didn't have a clear company policy. And if I had a clear company policy, then I would be getting paid faster. It wasn't my customer's fault. It was my fault. And in the landscaping lawn care world, there's so much overhead that we have. If you have employees, that's you know huge overhead. And then you have all your insurances, vehicles, repairs, equipment, and the list goes on and on and on, storage. And so all of those things are due pretty much monthly employees, you know, might be weekly. And so we need the money to pay all of our expenses and overhead and then, uh, you know, enough money to pay ourselves and to have a profit left over. And so when we have a lot in account receivables and a lot of folks owe us money, that can really start to stress us out because now it's a juggling act and you're waiting on that big, big check so you can deposit that so you can pay the other bills. And that is no way to run a business because now our emotions are being drained. Our attention is not on serving our customers with excellence, but we're distracted with these money issues. And so uh, it's a whole nother podcast episode for another day on pricing our services accurately. So that definitely needs to be on point where we're charging a profitable rate. And once you have that correct price, it's then making sure we get paid on time. And so my friend Brian Ring was pushing me for a while because uh, I was collecting check and cash. And he's like, hey, you got to get a card on file, Polly. He calls me Polly. You got to get a card on file, Polly. And uh, he'd start with screenshot me, his um, CRM and the money that he was getting paid and all these cards he had on file. And he kept showing me like, look, you know, how I'm getting paid and all this money that, that he was, you know, not, not being ostentatious, but he's like, I'm getting paid on time. And, and, and it's through the card on file. And so eventually I started, um, all my new accounts, I would just tell them, Hey, the way we do billing is we take a card and we put it on file and we'll charge your uh, card the same amount every month. And so 
I, I, that was, you know, smooth. People actually like that convenience because they're used to paying their cable bill with a card on file. Um, you know, you can go down the list, Netflix, whatever they pay each month, their, their auto insurance, they're more than likely not getting the paper, um, invoice, writing the check, mailing it off, putting a stamp, right? Going to the post office or mailbox. No, they just set it up on auto draft or card on file. So as a consumer, our customers are actually used to this and it's convenient to them. And so the next step that was more difficult than just getting a card on file. So long story short, I got Jobber and I started putting my uh, customers' cards on file. It's super easy. And that way their information was stored. And then the date agreed upon, I would just charge their card. Now here's where I really got stretched. So my friend Kenny works in a really uh, nice neighborhood and I'd work with him sometimes. And I'm always picking his brain because, I mean, these houses he works on are fantastic. They're just uh, gorgeous. And, you know, there's some really, uh, you know, $7 million houses, $5 million houses, $3 million houses. These places are like mansions. Uh, Usher, Whitney Houston, before she passed away, you know, these were the the neighbors in the in the country club that my friend worked in. It was very, very nice home. You go through a gate to get into the neighborhood and then there's more gates to get back to, you know, whoever's house. And, um, the, the one percenters of Atlanta live in this neighborhood. So I'm asking my friend all these questions and he's like, what I do is, is showing me and we're, you know, at the customer's yard, zoysia grassy, reels mow it, everything just immaculate. He's like, it's a $900 a month account. And he's like, what I do is I charge them 900 bucks the first of every month. And he's like, they actually send me their bank. They have it through their bank. So their bank just sends me a check the first of every month, never a late payment. Cause they just put it on bill pay and their, their bank sends me the check. I get the check. Everything's great. And, um, I'm like, well, how, how did you do it? He's like, well, simple. When I, when they hired me, I told him what we'll do full service. We'll do your maintenance. We'll do your uh, fertilization and weed control. We'll do your seasonal flowers. We'll do your pine straw. So he wrote down everything that's included in their contract. And then, you know, he took that big number and then he just divided it by 12. And he's like, so you'll pay on January one, 900, I think it was like 907 bucks, but you'll pay 900 bucks, you know, first of the month, 12 times a year. And, you know, sometimes we'll be here for a long time in the spring rush or, you know, in the fall with the leaves. And then January, February, my wife just come by and blow and pick up a few twigs. And, and then one week we'll prune everything. One week we do pine straw. So the time of, of each visit is going to fluctuate, but if you stretch it out over the course of the year and here in Atlanta, you know, it's a, you can come year round. It, it doesn't snow in Atlanta. Maybe once every two or three years, we might get a snow flurry. So that's just common. That's what he does it. And the customer, yeah, that's simple for me. Goes to his bank bill pay, 907 bucks or whatever it was. And then the the check just automatic, automatically goes out. Or you could put their card on file and do it that way. So I get asked a lot of, you know, how, how, how in the world can you have a prepay? Well, you just have to present it to the customer with confidence. And if you're not in Atlanta market, it could be a little bit more difficult. You might have to just, instead of do 12 months a year, maybe start March 1st, and go through November, you know, so December, January, February might be off. And that might just be pay uh, as is or as you go if, if they would need an emergency service during the off season, if you live in the Midwest. But you could just say, hey, uh, it will be nine payments throughout the year, uh, starting March 1, you know, April 1, May 1, June, July, August 1st, September 1st, October 1st, November 1st. And it will be $377 per month. And we'll mow your grass you know, weekly, I uh, will do your fertilization, weed control, 
uh, throughout the year. And, uh, you know, whatever it adds up to, and then you just divide by nine months if you're in the Midwest. And then you just tell them it's the first of the month. We'll put your card on file and, and charge it that way. The other way to do it is you could um, charge per service. I know some guys that do this because um, some people want biweekly. And in Atlanta, you don't do biweekly um, because the grass just grows too fast. But I know some folks live out in the country in the Midwest and, and it is what it is. And I'm not, I, I can't compute that because I don't live in your region. And so I'm not going to say biweeklies are bad. Um, in Atlanta, I will say that if you're listening to me and you're in the Metro Atlanta market, I would never do biweekly. I did it <laughs> for a while and then it's just not good. So, but if you live in a part of the world where it's the market is, it's normal to do biweeklies and you just want to charge your customer the day you show up, then that's fine. You just tell them, Hey, I'm going to put your card on file. We'll come about every 10 to 14 days. And the day that we, or we'll come every biweekly if that they really want to stick to that. And the day of your service, we'll charge your card on file. And then boom, you just cut the grass, you get done. You can just go online uh, or go on your app and just boom, charge their card on file right upon completion as you're sitting in your truck uh, before you drive off. And so you either do that way, or you do the prepay so that by the time you leave their property, you have gotten paid 100% of the time. It was either they paid at the beginning of the month, so they're already prepaid through the month, or you just did the maintenance and you're sitting in the truck, the air condition's blowing on you and it, you know feeling good. You just had a sip of nice ice cold essential water. <laughs> you just got paid. Friend, if you are driving off the property and you have not got paid yet, that's not the customer's fault. Fault. That's the business owner's fault. And I am saying that boldly because that's how I operated my business. My first few years, I was doing the work and I had not got paid yet. And then it was delaying uh, my cash flow because now I'm waiting. I just did multiple services throughout the month. I still haven't got paid. I give them the invoice and then they're just it's not a pride. They're not they're not pride. They're not waking up thinking, oh, I can't wait to pay uh, Chuck today. It's, it's not even on their mind. And then you got to text them or call them to remind them like, oh yeah, yeah. And then they'll think about it and then they'll forget again. And then they'll finally send a check in the mail. Then it'll get lost. Forget about it. That, that those are, those days are over when we take ownership of our business and, and of, our, of our company policy on billing and say, you know what? And decide what you want to do. Do you want to do each time you do a service, you get paid that day? I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing maintenance here, but we can get into enhancements in a moment. Or do you want to do the prepay system? Uh, they both work, but at the end of the day, whatever co policy you feel most comfortable with, you should never be pulling away from a property that you just serviced and you hadn't got paid yet. Uh, it's accepted in the industry to get paid before the service or the day of the service. And I know a lot of folks and I personally have been successful with it. And so it can be done. It just takes establishing that culture, that policy, because once you have that firmly found that firm foundation, then it will just be effortless to communicate that with your customers. And they'll actually be at ease because they'll realize, oh, you're serious and, and, and this is how you do things and they're not going to be able to push you around coming up i will tell a story when someone did push me around and i caved in and i deeply regret it wild story i'll tell it to you coming right up 
Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Woodstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Almond, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Do whatever you have to do to make it. The Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021. Tickets will go fast. Get yours today at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no. No to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? The HardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab. From initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the HardscapeAcademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. All right. So I know we got a lot of guys that listen to the podcast that don't even have their lawn care business launched yet. They're just kind of listening on the fringes, studying up, maybe have a full-time job and are thinking of starting maybe next season. So for the guys that are have a fresh plate, so to speak, then having your company policy and just coming out of the gate with zero exceptions and just saying, hey, we take a customer's card on file and we will charge it the day we do your service. Or you can go with what I recommend, and that's the prepay system. Then and that takes a little bit more math on the front end, but either way, you present whatever you're comfortable with to the customer, and then 
you have zero exceptions. That's your company policy. And then 100% of your customers are on that system. That's the best way to do it. But let's be realistic. The majority of folks listening to the podcast can probably relate to how I used to be. Checks in the grill, checks under the mat, checks in the mail, which means it's not in the mail, but they said it's in the mail. And how do you get from there to a card on file and getting paid on time? It is a challenge. And when I made my uh, transition, there were some co- uh, some customers, because at the same time I did that, I raised my prices. So I just kind of went all professional <laughs> on my customers. They were used to kind of my truck in the truck, pardon me, truck in the truck uh, mentality. And I started to lean my shoulders back a little bit, stick out my chest, gain some confidence. And I was like, you know what? This is a legitimate business. And I started running it like a legitimate business. And so some of the customers that were, uh, well, I'll just say it like this. Some customers, we didn't move forward. And many of the other customers, they happily, you know, put their card on file and and, and went with my new price and it, it all worked out. But there were some that went le- that I had to let go. So it can be a challenging process when you go from a sloppy billing process to now a legitimate billing process. But at the end of the day, it's just about communication and letting the customer know, hey, here's how we're doing things starting on this date. And just send emailing them the link to get their card on file and uh, making sure you're clear on the payment. And uh, typically it's best to start that first of spring. I didn't, I did that in the middle of the season and it, it was a, it was a headache. It was, it was a rough transition, but we got through it. Now, this is where I made the biggest mistake. So that, that was just difficult. And if, if you guys need a coaching call with me to walk through that in your specific situation, there's so many variables, but here's where I made the mistake. Once I had the new company policy, I'm going to get your card on file. It's going to be a prepay. I go out and uh, I'm, I'm nailing these down. All the new customers for, for weekly lawn maintenance and fertilization weed control program and our total package, I'm, I'm pitching them card on file, payment first of the month. No problem at all, right? Just $400 a month, Brianna. Sounds good. You know, puts card on file. We're rolling with it. It's, it's working well. Well, I go to this one new customer. And I quote him for the work and I'm telling him the company policy and I still don't have the 100% look you in the eye, poise and confidence that this is how we do it. No exceptions. I was still a little wishy-washy and this guy was very dominating in his personality and and manipulative, to be honest, and just kind of intimidating to me. And he kind of scoffs at me and he's like, oh, I'm not doing that. He's like, "You, you, you want me to pay you? He's like, what if you don't come? And, uh, I should have just, I mean, I should have just, when he said that, I was, I, the red flag should have been going off. Like this guy is not someone you want to do business with. And, uh, I already had a very reputable, um, trustworthy reputation in the neighborhood that I'm, I'm you know, a man of my word. I show up on time. I do good work, all this stuff. And he's just pushing me. He's like, that's ah, ridiculous. You want me to pay you? And then, you, you know, what if you, what if you don't show up? And then I, and then I'm, you know, and it was only $180 a month, this a small little yard. And I was thinking, you know, I, that's not going to happen. But even if it did happen, like is $180 really get, worth getting you all worked up on? And so anyway, I had zero backbone uh, to this guy and I folded and I ended up saying, okay, well, you know, and, and I, it was a little bit of a desperate move on my part because I wanted his business and I, I, I accepted his terms. So now this guy's running my business and, you know, now it's a, it's a no, no way we're doing that. But I, that's how um, sloppy things were. And, and that's what happened. Well, 
it go to the end of the month. And then, and I didn't even have his card on file. He still said he wanted to send me a check, have his bank send me a check. And he didn't do it on auto because it would come at different times. So he was manually going in and doing his bill pay. And it was all over the place. It would sometimes it would come at the last, you know, 31st of the month. Sometimes it would come on the 14th of next month. And then there's one month where he never even paid me. And I, I had to confront him about it. And there was this big ordeal. He had to go through all his records. And he st- it was so much of a headache. And I realized the more I got aggravated at it and the more upset I got and the more I started complaining to some of my friends, I realized, and they helped me realize it wasn't this guy's fault, the customer. It was my fault when I gave an inch, this customer basically took a mile, meaning I didn't stand firm. And I should have just said, listen, it's, uh, you know, the payment is going to be due on the first of every month before we come. And if you're not comfortable um, with that, then, you know, it'd be best if you found another service provider and then walked. And then he would have, the ball would have been in his court. He would have probably said, oh, okay, okay, we'll do the first of the month. Or he might've been just, you know, Mr. Grumpy is like, all right, get all, you know, I'll hire someone else. And um, that's what I should have done. I didn't friend. I made the exception and then it was nothing but a headache because his payment would come late. And then literally one month he didn't pay me. And then we had to, we fought, fought over, you know, this, and I'm showing them all the records and all this time that I'm going in and pulling up all these statements and, and, and proof. And he's, it was just a, it was just a hassle and a disaster that could have been avoided if I stuck to my company policy, which was prepay. So friend, whether you decide to go with the prepay first of the month, they pay in advance or they pay on the day of service. And that's a little bit more administrational work, but either way, we are paid 100% of the time for lawn maintenance before leaving the customer's property. That's the way to do it. So the whole other conversation for another episode is installations. I will say in a real quick summary, it's good to do um, research with your uh, state because California's got different laws than Georgia of how much money you can collect throughout the project. But uh, here in the state of Georgia, at the time of this recording, uh, it's very common to do a third deposit up front before you even start start the job. That's just to get a job scheduled. We'll use easy math of a $10,000 job. You take 3,333 bucks up front. That's just to schedule the, the sod installation or whatever uh, project you're doing, outdoor space upgrade. And then the day you start the project, you're out there with your skid steer. Uh, you're out there um, with your excavator. You're out there with the wheelbarrows, shovels. You're, you're getting started on the job. You collect the other third. So now you're paid 67% of the work and you really, ha- you know, should have all your project covered at this point. And then that final uh, 33% should hopefully be your profit. And so worst case scenario, if anything happened, you already got paid up front. So you're, you're staying ahead of the cash flow. And then the day of completion before you leave the property, you walk the property with the customer, make sure they're happy. And then you charge their card that final 33% before you leave the property. You're paid 100% of the job before you leave. And so I'll definitely go more in depth on that. That's a lot I just shared in two minutes. But the point is, whether you're doing lawn maintenance, or you're doing landscape enhancements and, and installations, we need to make sure we're in control. We communicate with honesty, with clarity, 
and confidence to our customers. And the only way we're going to have confidence, clarity, um, and poise with our customers is if we actually have a company policy, we know what it is inside and out. That way we can communicate to our customers what it is and they can feel at ease, comfortable with it. Women are very discerning and, um, they can, they can sense if you're unsure about yourself, they can sense if you're just winging it or making it up as you go. But if you have a policy and it's the way you do things, then it will actually put them at ease and they'll be comfortable. And uh, at the end of the day, we need to make sure we're getting paid on time because we don't want to be juggling the act of robbing Peter to pay Paul or being worried about, oh, I I really need to get this check so that I can pay this bill. And uh, that's not a healthy way to run a business because we want to give the best of our emotions, our time, our energy to really wowing our customers, to really make them happy with the quality of our work. And when our um, mind is distracted on uh, the juggling act of sustaining the finances in the business, then we're not giving our customers our best. And it all can be avoided if we charge the right price and we get paid on time which the ball's in our court to make sure we're charging the right price and that we have the billing structure to get paid on time. So I know I'm just, (laughs) this this could be like a five-part series. So uh, we do have to um, conclude this episode now with an asterisk that it's to be continued. I know this conversation is something that comes up continuously with one-on-one business coaching calls. If you guys want to snag one of those coaching calls with me, uh, you can do that at greenindustrypodcast.com and we can kind of go into the variables and details of your business and, and help you with this because uh, it's so important to make sure we're paid um, in full on time and charging the customer the right price. So thanks again to the show sponsors, Launchpreneur Academy, Golf Coast Bookkeeping, Hardscape Academy, GPS, Track It. All their links will be in today's show notes. You'll also find in today's show notes the uh, link to our brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers. That is live on Amazon. And I hope that you'll pick up a few copies today. And uh, when you do, tag us on Instagram at Paul Jamison at Green Industry Podcast when you make that purchase on, in, on Amazon. And um, it just really helps us to, to share the momentum uh, over there in social media world. And uh, definitely think that you'll find a lot of value from the book. I know I put a lot of time and energy and effort into writing it. Mr. Producer edited it. And uh, we look forward for it to be on your uh, coffee table uh, very soon. We definitely appreciate the support. Thanks for listening, friends. Smash the follow, and uh, we will be back with you. I'm going to take Labor Day off next week, but uh, we'll be back with you Tuesday morning, bright and early. The Green Industry Podcast rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.